Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Unpredicted Party, the only Middle-Earth TTRPG that will finally answer the question, why didn't they just take the Eagles to Mordor? And we are one step closer to answering that question. Joining me today are my internet friends. Say hi, internet friends. Hello. Hi. <laughs> are you all ready to get started? Yes. Oh, yes. All right, well, yes. we've got some announcements to get through beforehand, so... Let's hang on. First, we need to thank our sponsor. A very special thanks to Free League Publishing for sponsoring this stream. Free League provided us with advanced copies, even though it is currently out now, of their TTRPG, the one ring that is set in Middle-earth so that we could play in a more fleshed out version of the world. If you would like to order your own copy of the one ring, whether it is the bundle, the starter set, the core rulebook, the dice, the maps, just go to freeleaguepublishing.com. Thank you to my players for yet again being the fantastic models that they are. If anybody would like to hire us as actual models, hit us up. We're free. I'm, I'm not busy today. Let's do this. <laughs> Speaking of things that you can buy, we are happy to announce that the Unpredicted Party now has merchandise. The uh, thing you see up on the uh, right-hand side of the screen is the design. It features the elves, Halloweth and Tanel, and Beery with their weaponry. Stay tuned eventually for our, I for one will gladly welcome our bird overlords, uh, which may or may not be out by the time we are uh, recording this. If it is, I'll make sure to put an announcement right now. And hopefully you've all been very happy to realize that it's out, who even knows. At the one hour mark, we are going to be taking a quick five minute break for the folks on the YouTube live stream uh, and on the YouTube live for those watching back when it's not live, just uh, click ahead for five minutes. I won't tell anybody or the people that run the ads on this, uh, on this video. <clears throat> And we also have a few other people to thank. Uh, the artwork for this stream is done by the incredible Sarah M. Shunky. She goes by at Sarah M. Shunky on Instagram. The battle maps, uh, which we likely won't have today, are done by Little Wit the Cartographer. You can find his services on Facebook. The music has been remarkably crafted by TikTok's own Cullen Vance. You can stream all of his music wherever music is streamed, including CullenVanceCreative.com, where you can directly support his stuff. He's also on Bandcamp, where you can buy his stuff. I'm going to give you a little bit of a hint and say that I just commissioned him to uh, make a new song for a thing that I think is going to happen, and I cannot wait for you all to hear it. So, Guys, this is not good news. No, no, it's that terrible news. This is bad. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> terrible oh, news for all of you. Great news for me and the viewers. It's all so, of our funeral no. songs. Oh my god! It's all, all oh. of our characters. I cried. Accompanied mm -hmm. with a eulogy. Mm -hmm. If it's anything like when Gandalf falls down into the pit, that the second that song plays, it's just waterworks. Donna's commissioned Enya as well. <laughs> oh my god! If we had Enya, sorry. I have not purchased Enya's music. I'm so sorry. Can't we can't afford that kind of sponsorship? I'm sorry. Um, very special thank you uh, to my wife Nat. She goes by Nat Twenty Wife online. Uh, honey, you are the reason that this stream is as organized as it is. Thank you so much. Announcements and thank yous out of the way. Are we ready to go ahead and get started? Let's play. Let's go. Let's go. 
So the last time I did a recap, it went on for about three minutes, so I've completely rewritten it to make sure that it's quicker. Here is a recap of what has happened so far. The Fellowship of the Ring is dead. They tried to take the Eagles to Mordor. The Eagle got tempted by the Ring, took the Ring, killed the Fellowship, overthrew Sauron, and now rules Mordor for himself. Meanwhile, Elrond got possessed by his own Elven Ring because Gwaihir knew about the Ring and took control of his body. The party was amazingly <laughs> able to save him by cutting off his arm and stopping the possession. Halloweth cut off his arm. Arwen. His daughter, distraught at the loss of Aragorn, has fled west. Turns out, uh-oh, she's pregnant. Her brothers went after her. Gandalf's body got reanimated as the party took the bodies back to Rivendell. The party dispatched him very quickly. Halloweth cut off his arm. The players then realized that Galadriel was the other carrier of the Elven Ring, so Lothlorien is probably either gone or in danger or both. While waiting word for the scouts to get back, what lies over the Misty Mountains, the group decided to travel to Angmar to see if there was any travel. Uh-oh, there was. That was when they ran into the second in command of the Dúnedain, Halvorad, who had been captured by Mordreth and still hasn't admitted it to anybody. Together, the four of you fought off the steward of Angmar, Mordreth, who turned out to be the captured last king of Gondor for nearly a thousand years ago. His name was Aarnor. None of you cared except for Zack. Zack, you get bonus points for me on that one. I realize your characters wouldn't care, but it was a nice touch anyway. <clears throat> you also discovered that inside a giant crystal in Angmar were the two blue wizards, Alatar and Palando. They are alive. You delivered the heartbreaking news to the wizards and Halbarad that everybody, including Aragorn and Gandalf, and the rest of the fellowship had sadly passed away. You traveled back to Rivendell with the Blue Wizards and Halbarad to recoup and gather your forces. Meantime, the scouts have come back and the party learned what had been going on in the wide world. In Rohan, Theoden, and Aomer are both dead. Who killed who? We don't know, but Grima is currently ruling and he is engaged to marry Eowyn. In Erebor, there are Nazgul circling around the mountain, but nothing so far. Mirkwood being xenophobic as usual and says you're on your own. Gondor says the attacks have ceased, but they fear that the enemy is regrouping. That's a reference to the movies. In Lothlorien, you received two messages. One from Haldir saying that some of the forest had been destroyed and another which was just a drawing of an eagle's talon written in blood. The elves realize that they need to get back to their home as fast as humanly possible and not want to abandon his friends. Beery the dwarf is coming along for the ride. And that is everything you missed on The Unpredicted Party, episodes one through seven. <gasps> yeah! <laughs> that was amazing! <laughs> Lovely Speed stuff. <laughs> speed running the Very recap yeah. <laughs> I've been editing these and I'm just getting bored by my own recaps while I edit them I'm like oh you're taking yourself way too seriously so I'm going to cut the music <laughs> and I'm just going to deliver it because at this point we're so far in I can't recap everything mm -hmm. but no, the episodes are two gonna weeks get apart worse. Exactly. Yeah. Gonna yeah. Get worse. as we get further in it's like alright cool Eagles got the ring you two are still alive yeah. you're kind of hurt yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay are you all ready to get started? Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's right. go. We pick up almost immediately where we left off as the three of you on horseback, well, two of you on horseback, one of you in a cart behind a horse with your boar, travel out of Rivendell and head toward the Gladden Fields Mountain Pass. Now, you know from past experience that it will take you at least two days to get there. We will now... Uh, make the rolls as you continue to make your way. Do you have any conditions for how you would like to travel? Do you only want to travel at night? Do you want to do it stealthily? Do you just want to go absolutely, you know, balls to the walls uh, and run as fast as possible? Push your horses to the limit? The choice is yours. I feel like this is up to the elves to 
to decide their sense of urgency is kind of their own. Beery's just kind of here for support. I'm kind of wondering if we could do like a little mixture of both is as mm. we get closer, we start to sort of stealth and uh, make our presence less known. Mm. Uh, I would say, I'm- I would say, Tanel, if you were interested in doing that, the first mm-hmm. day you would be able to push on full speed ahead, no problem. As you approach the second day, you would probably get closer to where the mountains start to rise and you would need to follow the path and be a little bit more stealthy. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. All right. To me. Okay. Like Great. So I will ask you all to make your roles as we continue through the journey. So first, I would need someone to make a travel role, someone to make an awareness role, and someone to make a scan role. The choice I'll is do. yours. Who wants to do what? I'll do travel. That's just a single D12, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, let's do that. Uh, I have three on awareness. Oh, if nice. you want to do, what does your scan look like? Uh, I have three in scan, and he's favored. Perfect. Let's oh, do that. Beautiful. Okay. Alabeth got a five for travel. Okay. 16. Nine plus nine is 16. Nine plus nine is 18. 18. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. None 18. of us are. Yeah. Okay. None of us. Got are I got a 21 on scan and it's a crit, baby. All right. All right. Okay. So with that roll, you roll a total. Okay, you guys make excellent time as you make your way towards the Gladden Fields Mountain Pass. Um, The road is relatively flat. You don't notice any orc parties or danger ahead of you and you bed down uh, for the evening. As you're bedding down for uh, the evening, you're setting up the fires and getting ready. You're all sort of sitting around the fire. If there's anything you all would like to discuss given everything that has happened, I wanna give you this opportunity to discuss as characters, everything that's going on and potentially plan ahead. Um, Halweth is going to initially approach Beery, um, and he's going to sit down and he's going to just take out the dagger which he was given by Halbarad, which he knows Beery obviously had a, a, a hand in with forging and, and helped everything. And he just sort of mulls it over quite skillfully. He's got quite dexterous fingers and kind of flicks it between the fingers a bit. You know how this is a very weird and kind of tangent, tangent of a reference, but when Jack Sparrow does the coin, Hundred percent. Yep. Yeah. yeah sure. The, the, yeah. Um, he kind of is just flicking it between his fingers, um, and without looking at Barry, he just sort of stares ahead and says, "This is very uh, skilled workmanship. You are a skilled craftsman. I applaud you, and I'm impressed. This is a most gracious gift, which I know that you had a hand in. So, thank you." Um, Beery currently kind of like sitting cross-legged in front of the fire as he kind of pokes out with a stick, but he's, 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 you hear the clinking, clanking of bottles as he's reaching into a, a sack, mm. a bo- you know, a bag and he peeks up and he sits up after this compliment and just is kind of quiet, uh, was definitely the last thing he expected. Um, kind of glances over it to it kind of delicately dancing between your fingertips and, uh, well, it, um. Uh, it suits you well. I mean, I, I feel like uh, you're going to need all the luck you need in uh, defeating me in Oaks. And he goes back to uh, <laughs> going through the bag. 
Well, as it so happens, I have something for you. He sits back up. And he takes out the cutlery which he stole from episode <laughs> one. Oh, no! He says, I so very nearly forgot to pack this. In fact, I nearly forgot why I had it in the first place. He didn't, by the way. He just wants to make it seem more blasé than it actually is. And he just kind of hands it over, nods. Well, it seems uh, you've at least won this game. I uh, didn't manage to uh, get much of it, and it is very fine workmanship, it is. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we're doing props now, Max? Is that what we're doing? No, no, don't make me do props. Sword soon. For, for those but, listening um, on the podcast version, Max just pulled out a magnifying glass from off camera. It was yeah. he's got he's got like lenses you able to flip down from like a headband. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, well, this is a uh, most gracious uh, Sir Elf. How I, I really appreciate it. And you know, maybe uh, who knows? Maybe I'll just might make you something from it. Well, something a little bit new. Something new. Hmm. You're kicking around some ideas here and there, you know? I'm usually a stickler for a tradition. I'm sometimes called, but I look (laughs) forward to whatever work you may present. Thank you. Mm. Very good. And he just shoves his head inside the bag and he's now (laughs) clinking and clanking inside. (laughs) How that leaves him be. Um, He kind of sits and he's going to meditate for a while. He is still very concerned about Lothlorien. So he's going to sit down. So sweet. As uh, as everyone starts settling, Tanella is going to sort of just put a hand on each of their shoulders and just say, "I'll take the first watch." Halworth inclines his head. Oh, thank you. Um, from inside the bag. Yes. (laughs) As you all are uh, preparing to go to bed. There is a rustle from a small grove of trees that you see off to the side. And uh, sensing a little bit of danger, you hear a voice coming from the trees. Excuse me. I'm, I'm terribly sorry. I don't mean to interrupt. I don't mean to interrupt. I couldn't help but overhear you all talking about yourselves. My, my, name's, my name's Marvin. I, I don't mean any trouble. I'm just hiding because my appearance tends to scare people, if you follow me. Tanel just in disbelief turns to both of them and then turns back towards the bush. How are you getting a cold? <laughs> no. Uh, no, my voice is perfectly clear and songful. No, th- th- this is my uh, my own voice, Master Dwarf. I, I do apologize. Um, and Tanel, just to clarify, it's not a bush. It's like a grove of trees. Oh, it's that, a grove of trees. Yeah, oh, no, geez. this is this something is is hiding in in the thickets, and you kind of hear. A, <laughs> I'm I'm terribly sorry, and I, I promise, if you promise not to shoot me, I'll come out. You seem like decent folk. You just exchanged some gifts. I assume I didn't actually see what was going on. If if it's all right. I'll come out now. You promise not to shoot? Here he just stands up and he's just clutching one of the bottles. It's clearly one from the, the laboratory that he's going through in the bag and just he's just holding on to it just in case. Is that thing you're holding dangerous, Master Dwarf? Might be. Well, I'd appreciate it if you put things da- down that might 
might hurt me. Thing is, uh, put it back in the bag. I tend to scare people because I'm big. And out of the thicket, you see. Thing is, I'm a I'm a hill troll, and you watch as a ten foot, broad chested, enormous wow. troll oh, comes sh- out speaking perfect common tongue. He goes, "I promise, I'm not mean in any danger. I just." There's some weird things going on and you're the first friendly folk I've seen in in a bit. And I just wanted to make sure everything was okay. Um, Halleth has reached for his bow, but he's not shooting. He's just very, he's a troll. Like he's still a troll and they're usually threats. He's very, very taken aback by the language and seemingly intelligence. I mean, not the brightest, like he's not going to be, you know, but he's for a troll, Einstein. So he's, <laughs> this is, I think he's, Alice is processing this. What the hell is going on? <laughs> yeah, standing next to Halloweth, uh, we just a, he always has a hammer on his belt, right? So he just has a hand on it, not pulling it out, just a hand on it. And uh, just kind of whispers over up to Halloweth and, hey, things turn sideways. He counts as five. Three. Uh, greetings. Hello. Um, Hello. Uh, uh, um, I'm Beery. Uh, these are my friends. What's your name? Oh, no, it's Marvin. Yeah, I, it, I remember that. It is. Yes, I did. I did introduce myself before. It's not to alarm you folks. Pleasure to meet you all. Thank you for not shooting me on site. I admit. Yeah, you're real big. Well, well I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a troll. I've never met a troll before. This is wonderful. <laughs> Come join us by the fire. Are you sure? Yeah. On the, uh, yes, we don't. Now back to Alabeth. Should we be sure? Uh, I've never met one before. The, typically, they're more aggressive. I'm a vegetarian, if it helps. By all means, sit with us. Thank you. He's a vegetarian. That's good. Yeah. Come. Can I just... I assume this man is harmless, but... Just to make sure, Tanellis just as he's walking towards the fire, making sure he doesn't have any weapons of any kind, and just sort of seeing what he has on his person. Uh, yeah, there's there's no way to hide a weapon on a troll. He's right. Okay. There's no there's no weapons on him. He is. Okay. I mean, his body is the weapon, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, okay. He kind of shuffles over, kind of awkward, stands a little bit farther back than uh, a normal sort of campfire would, and goes. Thank you very much. I've got a lot of questions and I'm going to be honest, things have been very scary around here lately and uh, you folks seem friendly enough. So I might be able to talk. Yes, we probably have a lot of questions for you too. I imagine you too. You don't meet trolls very often, do you? (laughs) Most of us would be like, ah, but no, no, I I don't want to do that. I can't say I have ever met a troll before. Not even one that wants to kill you, because I've met some people that have run-ins with them. Uh, not that I can remember. Well, well, good. Maybe this is the start of a, a brand new experience for you. <laughs> yes, and I am already enjoying it, I think. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> she kind of like looks over to Beery and Hallowitz, kind of smiling like, this is, this is kind of great. 
yeah. just like this little moment. <laughs> Howlett's had some run-ins with some cave trolls and they haven't been good. So he's still a little trepidatious. Just a little. He's 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 relaxed. He knows pretty much that he's not a threat, but he is an elf. He has certain prejudices. <laughs> so sure. sure. Uh, <laughs> as you're all sort of mulling this over, looking at one another, Marvin speaks up and goes, Now, now listen. Um the reason I approach all of you is because I've got some questions. Now, you don't have to answer them if you don't want to. I could be on my merry way if this is not your thing. No, I, I, I think how about a question for a question? We'll just I that like way. that idea. I don't think I'm very smart, but I <laughs> can no, certainly say such okay. things about yourself. How uh, dare you, Marvin? Well, come on. <laughs> I blame my family. They're not terribly kind, but, you know, I haven't seen them in years, but I, I, I have noticed there's some strange things going on lately. The last month, there's, there's orcs. I've had some of my holes raided, and even traveling through the mountain passes is just a nightmare. What is going on in the wide world? You all seem like well-traveled people. Oh, well, quite obviously, yes. Uh, my goodness. Um, well, first of all, be easy on yourself. There's many types of intelligence out there. Now, um... Really? You met you, oh, most definitely. There's at least five. How many is Don't that? ask me to name them right now. Because oh, that's not okay, okay. But um, you mentioned hoes. Hoes getting raided by oaks. My 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 homes. I've got I've got many caves that I partake. I'm a I'm a hill troll by yeah, by yeah. my my body. But you know sometimes I like to you know sleep in a cave, keep out of the rain. But lately hey, I'm a dwarf. I get it now. Have any of the the cave walls had like little veins of glinting shiny things or like you know colorful metals or anything like that? Have you seen anything like that in your in your journeys? Does that count as your question? Because you didn't answer my first oh, one. Okay. First. Yes, that is one of my questions, and then we'll answer one of yours. Right. Right. Ah. Uh, so, haven't noticed many shiny things, but I'll be honest, my eyesight is not great. So it's dark in there and I don't know. Damn it. <laughs> and he sits back down and goes through his bottles. Right. Now, can you tell me what is going on around here? Yes, some, um, uh, a shadow has started to take over the land. I, I think you shadow? Already... Whose shadow? Mine? Yours? Is it me? Uh, no, no, it's not yours. <clears throat> Sorry. Um, I, I don't assume you've heard of Guai here, maybe Sauron. Oh, a Sauron. Yeah, I heard of the the other one. I haven't. Yes, no. he um he took <laughs> Sauron's place, and he's a bit worse. So things have gotten a bit. Worse, but I think you see that already. How how many orcs have you seen? Uh, oh boy. Um, uh, and Tanel just like holds up her hands mm, and goes, "More than this." Yeah, yeah. Okay. Lots more than that. Like 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 over the mountains. Like a lot of those. Okay. That they're in the mountains, though you said they were. They they're all congregating in this one place and then i think Ugh. they were they were moving and there's 
there's there's lots of like screaming and and it smells or something awful i don't like it that does sound awful yeah oh, God. they've they've moved on now though they're 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 they gone have. well it they're not where they were they went any points north mm-hmm. they went that way but they you got to go over the, the the big the big rocks in the mountains you got to get through them now i i, it, I got another question for you mm-hmm. is there uh a good place to hide that you all know of for a for a troll like me i can take a few walks but the number i saw was i can't that's a good question i don't think I'd stay in the mountains, though we've not heard good word from any, no, any place in the mountains. there appears to be a, a large troop of orcs that has been moving um, steadily around these parts all over the mountains. Yeah, um, yeah, I saw them. South of here. They, I saw them. So, I saw them. They were going from south to to the the other one, and there was a big yes. a big flying thing with them, and it talked and it shrieked, and I was just. It's, it's terrifying. I mean, we did find a lovely cave up north. You know, lower than like Angmar, remember? Mm-hmm. We were thinking about building mm-hmm. a summer home there. Yes. Yeah. Here we were. That is very true. Oh, yeah. No, nice cave up north. There, there is. There is a yeah. nice cave yes. Up north. Uh, my, my size, I guess, you know, I'm much bigger than all of you. You got a. One minute, you just got to dig down further and make the ceiling higher. Simple as that, my friend. I never thought of that before. That's brilliant. Like, like a dwarf. Oh, do you, you got, I guess this counts as my next question. You got any advice on making your house bigger underground? Well, let me, let me see your hands. Homie, show me your hands. And he, he holds them up and they're just like the size of, of huge tree stumps. Just like, oh. like a, whatever a 10 to 12 foot cave trolls hands are going to look like monstrous monstrous sausage fit link fingers is like hey all right and he shows them kind of in the dirt kind of next to the uh next to the fire and just kind of like does like a little just a little scooping actions like now these you will net you've been born with the most magical tools you could ever find anywhere it's your hands my friend Look, and you could just keep digging, and you're never going to reach the bottom. You could just keep going, and it's forever. And who knows what type of magical things you can find, things that glint, things that shine and clink in your fingers. I've got magic hands. you got magic hands, my friend. <laughs> 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 High five with, with our magic hands. And, he, and he's, he's just going to try and, like, leap up and give him a high five. Make an athletics check. <laughs> Let's go. Excellent. <laughs> oh, he's got some athletics. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 18. 18. And it beats it. He holds it up real high, and you, knowing you're not going to make it, are like jumping with as much force as you can. And very quickly, Marvin brings his hand down, oh. and you very quickly, like, ha. Ah. <laughs> and you hit the high five. Perfect. I love it. Yes. Because I don't know where that was, but I liked it. Can we do it again? Hmm. Next question. Oh, that's right. I got two. You're up next. Okay. 
and just waits for like one of the elves to make a much better question than he's going to conjure. Yeah, yes. you, elf, elf man. Oh, sorry, sorry, lady. The, the elf man hasn't spoken to me yet. I promise I'm not a danger to you, sir. We're fine, huh? No, well, that's okay. That, that's, that's okay. Um, I need you to explain to me where you learned such fluency in the common tongue. Oh, well, it's, it's not that uncommon. I, I, I know you're, you're uh, uh, kind probably aren't used to dealing with folks such as myself, but some of us trolls are quite well spoken. There was my, my uncle, uh, 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 Bert, uh, Tom, uh, something I don't even know. I remember. I haven't seen mm-hmm. him in years, but, but okay. distant relations haven't spoken in a while. But us hill trolls could be very well mannered if we all. Uh, work towards it and i think i might be mm-hmm. the first to to try but that oh. was your question my next question can we do the the hand thing again and he holds up <laughs> his hands to to the two elves oh certainly and how elf holds up a hand as well so sorry i was taking notes it, yes yes and he kind of gingerly brings his hands forward and you both high five <laughs> Marvin kind of looks at you and just goes, thank you very much. That was quite nice. Now, you mentioned there was a cave in the north. Uh, I've never really traveled that far. How far is it? It's several days um, north. By, by, by foot, by horse, by... What? By... I, we, we traveled on foot, didn't we? I think um, we did. Mostly on, well, it was on horse... No, it was on foot. It was you on were foot. you were on horseback when you traveled. You're on to horseback, Mark. yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Okay, it was on, ho- on horseback, dear friend. I mean, hey, it's gonna be a journey, my friend. But hey, you know, what's something gained if it's not tough? You know, you you have a wonderful summer. Home. We can come and visit you. Oh, I hope you dig it. Oh, oh, I have plans up in my noggin about like a den, you know, a place for. Books can be read. Have you liked to read? What's a book? Oh, all right. Well, we got we got a lot to talk about. Yeah, oh, just yeah. avoid Rivendell. Just oh, there's yeah, a lot. No. There's a lot of folk like them. No, not like I, me. No, no, no. I don't yeah. go there. I, I know. I know my place. It, it's it's in the ground. It's in the hills. It's in nature. You know. You and me were similar. You are welcome. Anytime, if I ever find this cave, I shall stay there oh. until you come find me. I'll bring some ale. Oh, excellent. Do we know, have we, have we got a map? Um, do we know where that cave, like a roundabout might have been? I'm sure we would have been plotting. Sort of yeah, you'd, you'd, you'd have a map. I'd absolutely say you'd have a map. Okay. You'd be able to, to sort of find it. You and were say, roughly a couple of hours travel from Angmar when you yeah. reached that cave. So yeah. yeah, if you want to pull it out, go ahead. Yeah, I'll pull it out and I'll point it to him. And I'll say, now, Marvin, one of the benefits of this particular cave, says Halloweth, the real estate agent, um, is it was clear, it's been cleared out by the Dunedain for years, years and years and years. The Dunedain have been patrolling this area keeping it free of orcs, keeping it free of other nasty things. You should be safe there and untroubled. And and these 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 Dooney people, they're not gonna come and like 
try and kill no, me. No, no, no. They're busy at war down south. If oh, so there is a war. There is a war going on. Oh, like a note. A note. What if you gave you like a note? Yeah. Oh. We're heroes of Rivendell, which we are. Oh. I We're heroes. Know. I didn't know I was in such company. I apologize. Yeah, yeah. And he gives this this low, like, oh, there's you don't know. You don't oh. need to do that. Right. But I quite I quite enjoyed that. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I, f- I feel like we can give him a note. And mm-hmm. and you know, you just show him a note with all signatures, our prestigious signatures, and maybe mm-hmm. we can get you safe passage. They're not there. That aren't they? Aren't they going south to Gondor? Well, some some of them might come find the cave. Maybe not now. Yes, maybe not tomorrow. But that's true. Okay. That's what I was worried yeah. about as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mar- Marvin, I I do have one more question for you, and we'll give you a, a note to give to them if if anyone asks, right. so that you're safe. Um, we're looking for a man who lives in the woods around the pass around. Um, Sorry, crap. <laughs> Around the Gladden River Pass. He would be a man who lives in the woods, probably a little bit older. Have you seen a man like that? West of Mirkwood. <laughs> West of Mirkwood. Is that the big forest thingy over the mountains? Yes. The dark forest where nasty <laughs> things live. I don't try and go there often. I can't swim, so I can't get over the river. So no, I've, I'm sorry. I've, I've never actually seen. I mean, I've seen old men before. They they oh, usually yes. run and scream, but yeah. Gotcha. And Tanel just kind of like turns to Hollywood and was like, worth a shot to see if he's seen the wizard. He might have been able to swim. Trainers. Well, thank you, Marvin. You have been a help and a bright spark in this dim shadowed world right now we made a new friend <laughs> we did on the first day too <laughs> this is a good adventure <laughs> and i'm about to go on my own excellent so uh well, what's this i, no- I feel like do, do, no 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 i feel like there's there's more i mean what what, what pass are we trying to go through uh it starts with a G, right? Like Gladden Field. Gladden, yeah. Mm. How, now, how close have you gone through there? I can't, you know, I know you haven't gone through Mirkwood or anything like that, but does I, the path seem clear? I don't usually go through the passes. I just climb up the mountain and shuffle my way up. And that's a couple of days ago. That's when I noticed all the orcs when they were coming down and scurrying where, about. Where were the orcs when you were, you know, gallivanting about? Uh... Uh, and he kind of points towards the direction you're heading east. Great. And, you know, as, as he's, uh, as he's pointing. Can you <laughs> point on this map where you could imagine? So we, where are we? Uh, <laughs> Beery has no idea where we're at on the map. Um, <laughs> hey, uh, Hal, can you point where we are? And yes. maybe he can okay. point where, I, yeah. I point, I point where we are, and then I point where we're going and say, how many orcs were there two days ago around this he's a little circle this area here and he kind of takes a moment and he looks down and up back down again and like and i'll holds up her hands again (laughs) way more than that like like a lot of them um but but when i was doing my climbing 
they were moving. They were moving north. I don't know where they're going because I haven't ventured too far north, but I think I'm about to. Okay. Well, we still, A, watch out for orcs, and B, they might have cleared off at least some of them by now that we can sneak past. Well, safe travels. Uh, Do you want... What's the note? Here's... Hang on. Oh, yes. Halloweth creates... uh, a very fancy for the get a scroll of parchment. Do we have anything to write with? Oh, <laughs> there is <laughs> cases of parchment. There are several ink wells, and yeah, beery packs heavy. There is mm-hmm. a lot of stuff. Yeah, like the complete yeah. opposite of Hallowith. Fantastic. Yes. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. The carriage okay. is packed like a gypsy cart. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Okay. We then he he takes an ink one of the many ink wells. And scrolls a little notes declaring uh, Marvin's sort of free pass through that he knows and his friends of us that he is not bid to be disturbed and helped if possible. All right, so it's going to have to be a pretty hefty sa- sized piece of parchment, and even uh, so, ooh, he's yeah. gonna he's gonna quick. Well, he's a big he's a big dude. You'll lose yeah. it otherwise. Yeah, he's he's gonna look at it and go, "Well, thank you very much. That's very kind of you. I will keep this with me." Is he wearing any trousers or anything like that? He's got he a loincloth on. A loin, He's got a loincloth. Loin um, I, I want to like, so he doesn't lose it. Now, now I'm freaked out um, that he's going to lose the damn thing. Can like Beery like fashion him like a little, like a little scroll case or something? So he, he doesn't have to hold on to the damn thing. Would you like to put it in one of your pouches that you have? He does have a lot of pouches. I'd say you could, exactly. you could, yeah, you could empty one out and use it. And just, try, you know, do some, uh, you know, like, do you ever guys ever like tie ropes together? Um, not not just like knots, right? But like threading rope uh, to make like a loop and stuff like that. He's gonna try and do that on his loincloth to give him like a little a little pocket. He's trying to give him a pocket. I'll say you spend the next minute or two trying to like fashion. He's like, "What are you doing?" But you're like, you know, hold still. Up. All right, right. And you <laughs> you fashion this you fashion this little loop knot with one of the pouches, and you put the little note in it, and he goes, "Oh." Thank you very much. Now I've got both hands free. <laughs> oh, and speaking of which, um, grab grab a like from the fire a little bit of charcoal, and his hands can take it. He runs a bunch of charcoal on his hand. He goes, "One for the road." Oh, right. And he holds it up. And just in as mu- as mighty as Beery can get, he's going to jump off of a rocket. Um, kind of Top Gun style. Not quite doing the uh-huh. doing the back one too, but give him a little mark, a little mark to, for him to remember. He, he the looks, road. yeah. <laughs> I bet that hurt you more than it hurt me. <laughs> a little bit, a little bit, but I like it. <laughs> me too. High fives. And he holds up his, his the two of his hands to the elves. Yep. <laughs> Very lightly. Go, go Still not it. quite yeah, getting just... what it is. <laughs> sure. Excellent. Well, thank you all so much for answering the questions. I had no idea what was going on. I can't travel in the daylight, so I'm going to go head north and uh, make sure when you come find me in that cave, you come at night time. Otherwise, I'm going to turn to stone. Right? Yeah, we can't have that. You got it, friend. Safe travels. Are we friends now? Friends. Why not? Sure. <laughs> right. Well, best of luck to you on your journeys don't die and you watch him sort of scurry away off into the uh the forest from whence he came no what a little i'm gonna bit cry of- 
So Nellak turns to the, to the group and just says, well, that gave me a little bit of hope that there's some light out here. Yeah. Same Weird troll-like light. But it's light nonetheless. It's beautiful. I'll still take oh. the first watch if you both would rather sleep. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, uh, yes. I've a bit of research. Sleep. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. Uh, wake us up if anything happens, okay? Yes, Gives, of course. Um, Hollow with a nice pat on the back, nice firm one. Uh, <laughs> leave a nice big charcoal back, back pat. <laughs> beautiful. And he goes back to going through the bottles. Okay. Uh, you all spend the evening just uh, hanging around, conversing. And then, Tanel, you will take the first watch. I will ask you to make a scan check. Oh, all watch. right. Let's do this. Ooh, okay. Uh, 16. I hit my target number of 11. All right. You spend the first part of the watch keeping an eye out on things. You don't hear any rustling in the bushes. Nothing going on. Passes quietly, and you can go to the next person. Uh, she is going to wake Halloweth up, because I assume Beery stayed up a little bit longer working on something. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. That's she's adorable. She's going to gently wake Halloweth up. Yep. Halloweth awakes from his trance, and he's going to nod. I didn't see or hear anything, so. Excellent. That is good news. Mm-hmm. And Tanel just goes off to bed. <laughs> and now Halloweth's going to stay up alert to any potential danger. All right, Halloweth, go ahead and make me a scan check. You got it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, easy. 20. You know, target oh. number by eight. Beautiful. Nice. With six. You do not notice anything uh, through your portion of the shift. However, Tanel, as you are laying down, you enter the, the, here's a fun obscure Lord of the Rings fact, elves don't need the same amount of sleep that regular humans or dwarves do. So you enter this trance-like state of Mm -hmm. half sleep. And as you are in this state of, of sleep, you start to feel the world around you, having had this really pleasant experience, really the first like good moment mm-hmm. that you've had in a while. And you feel this connection with the world. And you close your eyes and in your mind's eye, you can start to see Lothlorien, your home. And the image within the trance starts to blur. It is as you remember it, whole trees, tall, the sunlight peeking through the canopy and creating this golden light. And it slowly starts to shift to a moonlight, but a moonlight that is very bright. And as you glance around your mind's eye, you see trees that look as though they have almost come apart piece by piece. Every branch, every root, every leaf seems to be separating, almost frozen in time. And you look around with your eyes and the trees seem as though they've been 
almost hit by like a projectile, like a, like a, a catapult of some kind. And they're in the midst of exploding and everything is separated in that moment. And it fades back to the way it was with the trees being whole and the golden light, but there was a, a flicker that haunts your dreams. Meantime, um, as you are in this trance, you can't really do much about it. So um, Hallowith, I will say your watch ends and you are free to uh, bring Beery back. Okay, he does exactly that. He taps him on the shoulder. You're up. Oh, oh. that's right over here. Um, comes out of the bag, looks around. Mm. So where to now? Well, it it's still your watch. Like it's still yeah. nighttime. Oh, I thought it was gonna be. Damn it! I thought we were gonna be going. Okay, so it can be very boring. Did you see anything? No, my watch was quiet, tranquil. No uh, issues to report. Hey, good thing we had that big fella. I mm -hmm. bet every spooky thing within a mile's radius has uh, vacated the premises. And Let's now he's so. our buddy. Long may it continue. Right, right. All right, get to bed. I'm going to check things out. Uh, okay. Yeah, safe watch. And he goes oh, yeah. into his trance-like state. All right. And he waits for Hallowith to fall asleep. And then goes back to studying the bottles. <laughs> Are you focusing on the bottles instead of your Because watch? everything's been going perfectly. He's gonna. He's very determined to figure out what every component of the laboratory was. He's so he's he's got a conviction. He's got an obsession going on. All right. So uh, we're gonna make two rolls here. Make an insight check and then make a scan check with disadvantage. Insight. You got to figure out what these potions are. It's a failure. Oh no. Oh no. You you spend a good portion of your watch looking at these and you know, you you had, you know, this moment of eureka when you were, you know, just combining potions when you were in Angmar trying to slice through the crystal, but the ones that you grabbed that were left on the table just it's not coming to you. Meantime, Hallowith. Oh, good before we make turn. before we make Beery's scan check. Oh, Yay! I would like you to make an awareness check for me. Okay, sure thing. Twenty-one. My twenty-one is twelve. All right, Hallowith. As you enter your trance-like state, you feel yourself fall deeper into asleep than you are usually used to. Okay. And as you enter this trance, you see Palando standing at a dais in Rivendell. Okay. And he turns around and makes eye contact with you. And he looks at you and he just kind of tilts his head. Uh, may I help you, my lord? Oh, yeah. And you seem to understand that you 
can't really talk to him. He can't hear you. You can't hear him. But his signing, whatever he is doing right now, imprints upon your mind, even though you're not aware of what he is doing, still translates the message as, as best you can. And he looks at you and he signs again. And you seem to understand at this moment that the eagle is not doing well. Landreval, the one that, the one that told the tale of everything that happened. Yeah, I figured this day would come. <sighs> okay. And he gestures to you and he goes, and you understand that it is a sorry, an apology, that he has to be the one to, to deliver this news. And he waits a moment. And he raises his hand cautiously and just kind of reaches out towards you and takes a few steps forward. Okay. And he tries to put his hand on your head. <laughs> okay. Do you let him? Yeah. Okay. He's, he's, a, he's a wizard. The scene between you and Palando in Rivendell changes to a desert. And you see in a very blurred trance-like state, about 10 feet in front of you, mm -hmm. Alatar and Palando's backs as they face an enormous desert in front of them. And they both look at each other and nod and Palando looks back at you and nods and whew, the dream shifts. And the two continue through the desert and whew, it shifts again. And you see them meeting groups of people, interacting with what you would know in maybe lore only, because you haven't really interacted, to yeah. be what you assume are the Haradrim, these oh. dark tanned skin people and off in the distance is one of their oilifants carrying what seems to be a huge pack. And there's this interaction between the two and whew, the dream shifts again. And they're sitting, having a meal with these people. And whew, they're hanging out with these children, showing them the little sparks that they can conjure with their magical powers. And whew, all of a sudden there is an enormous room that you find yourself in, redstone brightly lit with the two wizards standing at the top of steps that seem like places of power to you. And they are approached by a figure in white and whew, you're back in Rivendell and he takes the hand away from your head and just stands there. Okay. Okay. Um, there's a lot to process there. So a desert, where could a desert be? You'd have a, you'd have a pretty good idea that is this is east, east. Yeah, of, yeah, in the east towards where there's that huge just massive desert like between the misty mountains and mordor right 
Basically. Yeah, there there is the the brown lands further yeah, the, out. So, yeah. yeah, and and Tori Tori's got it up. There's there there's a, yeah, yeah, there's yeah. the Sea of Rune and the area of mm-hmm. of Rune, um, okay. and uh, yeah, you just it, it it you get the sense that this uh, this wizard who you had a, a pretty solid connection with, having helped mm-hmm. heal him, wanted to share his story with you. Interesting. A figure in white. Could that be Saruman? I mean, <laughs> I assume so. <laughs> Wonder what dealings. Maybe he betrayed them. I mean, that sounds a lot like Saruman. That yeah, he do. But okay. the version that we know, you know, like that was a long time yeah. ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. When he was okay. <laughs> well, he he was always fairly fairly battle hungry, even when he was part of the order. Okay. Stuff to ponder for sure. Absolutely. When we talked to, when we talked to them, they said Saruman betrayed them. Didn't they? Yeah, there, there was a there was an indication that Saruman yeah. did betray them, but you didn't get the full story because Halberd stormed out, and you all uh, yeah. you all followed, you all followed him. Ooh, that means Isengard is mm-hmm. well. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, they asked what had become of Saruman because yeah. Uh, right. Yeah, cool. All right. <sighs> so the dream then shifts. Halloweth. Oh boy. More? More. Oh. Ah, bollocks. Okay. This this now I'd like you to make another awareness check for me. Uh, of course. Okay. Come on, Elf. You're so aware. So aware. So aware of everything. Make me aware. That's not very aware, Zach. Um, no, nine. I don't have a target number. All right. The dream shifts and Palando is gone. And you find yourself seemingly transported, reliving this kind of memory. Similar to how, you know, you can replay, you know, alternate situations in your head. You see and feel yourself in, in this kind of dream. Okay. You're at the council you were at less than 24 hours ago where Alatar and Glorfindel and the three of you decided what to do when you got the news and you feel this cold wind passing through you and you notice that Bilbo has kind of come out of your body almost in like this ghost-like state and you realize that this is this is something very very different yeah and you watch yourself reluctantly handing over the bag of the that contain the elven rings of power to bilbo Mm -hmm. and your dream body for the first time starts moving and bilbo left and you are following the dream bilbo and the dream shifts to total darkness and you continue your rest god cool okay (laughs) (laughs) a lot Okay. You've done you've done a lot. You've done a yeah. lot, Reese. That yeah, was yeah, a yeah. lot. All right. Yeah. Okay. So Beery, we're finally gonna come back to you. You need in to in the make... meantime, he, like Beery's now like trying to he's like, I'm not gonna sniff test these things. I, I I'm not an alchemist, I don't know what the hell, but Beery does spend a lot of time with quenching oils that are highly flammable and also acids for casting and stuff like that. So now he's starting to like pour just little bits out, like a little bit in the fire to see if it's flammable. Can he, 
Um, can you use a craft check to to strike, start to discern what's in these bottles? Absolutely. Oh, oh just no. like you know, like actively starting to like pour stuff out and mm-hmm. see how it interacts with things. That's gonna go well. Uh huh. What could go wrong? Mm. <laughs> oh, you did not just Wait, Justin. Justin. Famous last words. But we've taken the wrong things, <laughs> What lessons did Halberad teach you people? Come on. <laughs> Gotta make some shade. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Everything looked perfectly according to plan. We, I am favored, right? You In craft, yes. So yes. you would re-roll a d12. You would roll two d12. I rolled an eye of Sauron, but I also rolled a four and a lot. So it does hit the target number, but I did roll a Sauron, but with favored. It cancels out. Oh my God, okay, okay. Just explodes across the... <laughs> you were about to light your friends on fire. Oh my oh, God, God, Perry. Oh. <laughs> Hey, it's it's science. We got to figure this out. It's true. Oh, no. Yeah, we learn okay. more from our failures than we do from what, what, what is it from Last Jedi? Failure is the best teacher. Oh yeah, mm. something like I don't that. The exact quote. Mm. Oh God. Theory. You manage to take these bottles that you have and lovable cluts that you are, start pouring them into the fire, and you notice that two of the six vials that you grabbed. Make the fire burst into flames, and you recognize that two of them are flammable. Yes, it is it, it for for the concoction that you were trying to create. We'll say for those purposes, if you're trying to light something on fire, this is the thing you want to use. It's an accelerator. Yeah, oh boy, Beery, I need you to make a scan check. Ill favored. You got it. Here we go. I mean, like the fire's, you know, blazing right now. So, I mean, I'm sure there's plenty of light. Oh, God. Oh, we're good. You're good? <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's a, that is a 21. 21. All right. Just a, just a friendly reminder. A successful scan check doesn't guarantee your safety. It just means you'll yeah. see the thing. Yeah. Coming. Yeah. You're coming. Coming. yeah. Oh, God. So but nothing just, happens. Uh, well, that's good. You spend the evening with no problems and you wake up the two elves after a few hours and you are able to continue on your way towards the Gladden River Pass. Yeah, as soon as he sees the sun rising over the pass, uh, or sorry, yeah. Yeah, yeah. East, yeah, yeah, over the pass. Uh, starts kind of waking up the elves, you know, gently, not not too bombastic. And I, uh, good morning. I haven't started breakfast yet, but if you're real hungry, I can make up something. Um, I really hope a friend made it safely because uh, apparently he you know, turns to stone if if not. Yeah, trolls do that. Um, not the best, not, not the biggest fans of sunlight. Mm. I'm sure he'll be I've, fine. He'll I've be met fine. plenty he'll of dwarves that way. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. Okay, breakfast, breakfast, breakfast. Can I forage for some damn berries, please? <laughs> Sick of these rations. <laughs> make a, you know what? Make a hunting check for me. We'll see what happens. Oh, boy. oh my god! Okay. Is that the first time we've used something? Like it that? is. Yeah. Yes. What, Can do, I do aid I have, you? Do I have hmm. that? You know what? I think I told you not to use hunting. Never mind. Let's. Oh, cool. Let's bring oh, that yeah, we got I, it I, scratched I, out. 
Never mind. Um, yeah, I'll, could I'll it be on. travel? No, no, that would that would probably just be uh, a scan check. That would be another scan check. Mm. Okay, I can do that. Can I help him? Is there any way? Uh, hey, what can, about that? <laughs> you can either help him by giving him favor, so he'd roll two d twelve and take the higher, or you can like roll that. your yeah. Go ahead. I want to just like tag along and, so, and just learn more. All right, so, one, so Hallowith, you are going to roll two d twelve and take the higher of the two, plus whatever d six you want. What about that mushroom over there? Does that look good? Oh boy, you have much to learn. Um, another, yeah, I oh, I beat my tar- I I hit my target number exactly. All right, yes. spend about 15, 20 minutes searching around. You do manage to find a small patch of blueberries. Fantastic. All right, so you gather them all up, bringing them back to the group. Yep. And uh, I'm going to wrap this up in, oh boy, what do I have as a rash once I can wrap it in? I don't know. Maybe I'll, I'll crumble up some, oh, no, I don't even, what, what are my rations entail we... exactly? Here's, so, we so we, you, you could make a pretty solid blueberry crumble out of this if okay. you really wanted yeah, to. But do, I have, yeah. like, do I have sugar? It's kind of, does that? You've got the natural sweetness of blueberries, but you're, again, you're you're in the you're in the wild. Okay, you know, we'll I'll I'll make do. I'll make a little crumble. I'm gonna, yeah, I'll make a little. I don't have nearly half the ingredients I would normally like, but I will make a little blueberry crumble. <laughs> There's, I, go ahead. I just imagine Hallowith mumbling that as he's. <laughs> yeah, I do. Do you know how often I do that when I'm actually cooking? When I have like when I don't actually have all the stuff that I need, or I have these like substitutions or something, I'm grumbling like this is not the best that it could be. And then I serve it like I've spent like an hour and a half making this like massive meal, and I'll serve it to like me and whoever, and I'd be like, I'm sorry, it's shit. This is just terrible. And you're just talking. I'm, I'm yeah. This is just ugh. like I spent ages making it. It should be really else. juicy, but I'm sorry if it's terrible. So I, this I is half the ingredients so so my suspicions are confirmed that Hallowith is just the way more emotionally damaged version of you. Yeah, way <laughs> older. He, he's just the, if he is Zach. If if I lived for six thousand years, <laughs> yeah, live long and prosper, my friend. Anyway, you <laughs> you make a delicious blueberry crumble, and the three of you enjoy it. Um, you know what? That was that was clever enough. I'll uh. I'll give you two temporary hit points for that one. Yes. Good job, Hal. This is delicious. Good, because I think so, Dwarf. All right. So you all uh, eat your breakfast and are prepared for the next day of travel. For this portion, you will, you know, reach the Gladden River Pass and will be crossing it at this point. You made really great time yesterday. Have we decided to go, and I'll say this in character, um, I think we should still be very careful. I know that Marvin said that most of them had moved north, but I fear that there are stragglers. Agreed. I think we should be very careful and very quiet on our way through this pass. Stealth it is. (laughs) All right. So in addition to the normal scans, I will ask all of you, even though you're on horseback, you're making, you know, scans and at any point you can dismount the horse and be a little bit more stealthy as you approach go ahead and make your normal rolls that you did yesterday with an additional scan check for each of, or excuse me with an additional stealth check for each of you i'm gonna roll um, scan first and then stealth i'm gonna dismount you want to take scan 
Okay, I'll take, uh, I can take travel. That works for me. Um, yeah, sure. I'll do, um, a, I'll do, um, one more, am I doing awareness? Yeah, you'll do awareness. Go ahead and make the rolls. Okay. Sorry, guys, I failed. <laughs> I succeeded with a, I, with a six on a D6 as well. I hit my scan target number exactly. 11. Okay. And then stealth. You guys, oh. Gandalf for stealth. <laughs> And oh, oh my god, and two sixes on the die. We're wow. Whoa. Holy there is shit. no catching you. Oh my god. <laughs> Just gonna snap that for posterity. <laughs> I, I, also, I also easily beat my stealth check. Stealth is mm, the gypsy cart is a little noisy. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little, oh no. little laden. All oh. right. You three spend the few hours getting closer to the mountain pass and as you get closer and closer you dismount you walk the horses and it's it's a it's a pass up the mountains right it's not like just a big hill that you climb over right it's yeah. it's winding roads and uh similar to uh to where where rohan was um by the dwimmerberg in return right. of the king switchbacks so sw yeah exactly switchbacks up the side of the mountain mm. and you follow it for a really long time and you're going up for a few hours um and there is a huge rock about halfway up blocking the path completely and it's in such a pivotal point where the switchback turns around you kind of figure that maybe it was put there on purpose oh mm. cool well, interesting Somehow this feels like we're heading in the right direction. Is there, I'm, I'm assuming there's no way to get the horses around this. No, you would need to physically move the boulder. All right, well, ready, let's get with it. And well, well, hold on, hold, oh, whoa, whoa. hold on, hold on. Oh. I have an idea before we start pushing rocks down mountains and causing a lot of noise. But could you imagine how wonderful it would be to watch this rock no. fly down that hill? I agree with you. It'd be magnificent. But... <laughs> I, I, I mean, you're seeing what I'm seeing, right? I mean, no, it, I just seeing, undercut. It would be glorious. It would be fantastic. Um, heavens, okay. Be glorious. Oh, just, nice. I can already imagine sound. Mervyn just... Tanel <laughs> really just, just put her head down. <laughs> yes. Just let me make sure there's no one in the immediate area of this rock that will hear us. You've got five minutes. There's enough that I that can feel this excitement. All I need. And Tanel's going to hop off her horse and scale the rock and hop over to see if there's anyone ahead. With the stealth check that you made, no problem. You Excellent. make your way up at least two and a half minutes up this, this pass because mm -hmm. you know that after five minutes, they're just going to start. Oh, it's all over. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you do not see any orcs, any creatures, any people as you make your way up the pass. It seems safe, but there's no way the horses are getting around it. Okay, perfect. Uh, I will make my way back, hop back over the rock, very elf-like, graceful. All right, you can push the rock. 
Beery's yeah. been like pacing with his like uh pickaxe, his digging axe, you know, <laughs> um, and just pretty much is gonna like undercut uh up to so that we can use a little bit of leverage and then just just tip it. Ah, okay. Uh so just yeah, under undermine it. How that's gonna jump and kind of push it like with his back to I'm assuming like the cliff mm-hmm, face mm-hmm. and then push with his feet. Oh nice. Tinel, are you taking part in this? <laughs> um no she's she's gonna keep watch because she's still kind of nervous that there might be some nefarious goings on with this so she's just gonna keep a lookout and make sure the horses don't bolt as this thing tumbles down the mountainside 100 percent tanel beery's just so excited to dig <laughs> tanel go ahead and make an awareness check all right hallowith beery Make a strength check. Done. Uh, I hit my target number exactly. Okay. 14. Uh, is it just a straight strength throw? Uh, oh, I'm sorry. No, hang on. Let me try that again. Athletics? Yeah, yeah. Hallowith, Beery, give me an athletics check. Uh, I beat my target number by one. Did it 21. I did... Uh, Plus 10 on top of my target number. And it's a carrot with a six. Oh, okay. He's excited to dig. He's in his elements. Dig, 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 dig. That's amazing. I dislike stereotypes, but in this case, I am going to let boys be boys. Beery, Halloween, <laughs> please describe to me exactly <laughs> how you push this boulder off the mountain. Here you go first. Um, yeah, Beery's just using the 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 the, the flat kind of shovel end of his pickaxe and he's just digging, 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 pulling, pulling and um, getting to where he's almost undermined, almost down a chute um, down the mountain, uh, undermining just about where the rock is just about ready to pivot, you know, about halfway, not in danger, but the close. And then he rolls out of the way. And, all right, give me your best push. And Hallowath at like pushes with all his might all his springy elven legs pushing straight over the top of this boulder to make it go just tip over the undermine and down down it goes i assume it rolls off the path and like tumbles yeah. free fall down so the way switchbacks work is there's no guard rail by the edge of it so you watch this boulder thousands of pounds start to tip slowly slowly how with giving it is all and then it starts to there it goes there it goes and you hear the rumble as it crunches underneath the rock and gravel and dirt and and it gains speed and it goes down that part of the switchback and you watch as it sails off into the air hovering almost (laughs) holding in place hang time of at least like six or seven seconds until you hear this great at the bottom as the boulder smashes into a million pieces in the rocks below. Just give Halloweth a a look, just, yeah, that was good. (laughs) That was a good Uh one was magnificent i will give you that now we better go quickly yes um, I, yes i agree <laughs> yeah.
give yourself a fellowship point and, <laughs> <Yeah>! <laughs> and we will very quickly take our one hour break we will see Yay! you in, an hour? in about think... five minutes oh, okay I was all, we're breaking for an hour <laughs> <laughs> we will have our five minute break because we have approached our one hour time okay, cool. there it is. Just, just, just see like, you all oh. in five Yay! And welcome back. When we last left off, the party had had some very interesting dreams, met a hill troll named Marvin, and pushed a boulder down a hill and smashed it into smithereens, earning themselves a fellowship point. It was quite glorious. Um, So we will pick it up right where we left off. The three of you are able to lead the horses. you know what, just for the sake of clarity, so nobody's worried about them. Uh, Tanel, I'll say you lead the horses back down the switchback so they didn't mm. get squashed by the rock. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> there are enough, you know, there are enough horse girls that are followers of this. They're thank like, you. but what about the horse? Like, yeah. No, I, w- I want to make sure they didn't spook. I've taken very good care of my little baby horses. <laughs> you continue on up the switchback with uh, very little else in your way. Uh, the boulder seems to be like the one stopping point, but you know, you've got the strength of an elf and the ingenuity of a kleptomaniac dwarf. So you mm-hmm. make your way up the mountain pass. And as you continue to sort of travel back and forth, the silence around you is the thing that you notice the most. There are, um, you know, There is wind, there are birds, there are things happening. But as you crest over the mountain pass, the traces of life are significantly less than you were expecting. And in fact, you can now see down into the eastern side of the Misty Mountains. It's going to take you a few hours to get down, but there are no orcs. Are there any tracks of orcs through this pass? I mean, someone put that damn rock there. That's not even a role you need to make. Yeah, you would start to notice that there are tracks as you continue to get higher up. Someone clearly put the boulder there to try and block anyone that might be trying to get up hmm. on horseback or carrying any major supplies. You were able to push it off, no problem. Hmm. Marvin said he heard them. He was able to hear them. So I'm wondering if they really have moved on because I hear nothing. But uh, what do you else I see? She kind of like smirks. <laughs> Let's uh, an extra six HP to the final boss. Oh, <laughs> <no>. Shit, <laughs> not again! There needs to be a game of how many references we make yeah. to the movie lines. Fourteen. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. Anyways, um. Tanel's going to try to like find a, a higher vantage point, even if that means like sort of climbing up the side a little bit and see if she can see any like trails of campfire smoke of any movement, uh, especially north. Yeah. Um, you know what? I'm, I'm going to say you don't even need to make rolls for this because the oh, great. whatever whatever happened here, it was large enough that you could notice. So mm-hmm. when an army makes camp for an evening and is not marching on its feet day and night, it beds down, it leaves, uh, you know, fires that are left untended. Sometimes people forget their camps. There's mud, there's, you know, Mm -hmm. waste left some places. So um, as you sort of glance out, 
into the Gladden River Pass, obviously the main thing you notice is the river. And the bridge that connects the north and south portions of the river is still there, but it definitely looks that the southern side is way muddier, as if there were lots of, you know, feet, lots of foot mm-hmm. traffic there for, uh, for a while. It does seem that they've passed through, but... Yeah. Mm. <sighs> hmm. I'm not sure oh. where they're going. It does worry me. North. What, what's, well, what's, I, I'm unfamiliar with this terrain. Uh, what's north from here? I mean, Rivendell. Well, I mean, on the other side of the Misty Mountains, correct? Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's, that's to the west. So, so, yeah. So, so from a geological standpoint, you would mm-hmm. know that crossing the Gladden Fields River Pass Bridge, uh, they would be on the other side of, or they would be on the eastern side of the river. So they'd still need to cross the western side if they were trying to get to Merkwood or the Grey Mountains or Erebor, but they are heading mm-hmm. north. Gotcha. Okay. Hmm. Um, what does this mountainside look like? Is it pretty much a bunch of gnarly jagged boulders? Or is it primarily like a pretty much just like a dirt hillside? So this particular portion that you're traveling is a well-trod path. Mm. The Gladden River Pass is a way that the elves and the dwarves would use to get over, right? Um, so it's fairly well-traveled, um, and it's not necessarily gnarled, but there is a clear path, but what is not a path is fairly impassable. It, it just rocks and yeah. just, yeah, it's very craggy. Good. That, this is good. These are good things. Okay. Hi, elves, right here. So I have an idea. Uh, maybe a bit of a, like, um, yeah, like a just in cases mm-hmm. sort of a situation. Um, I'm going to set up traps, kind of like a, a controlled avalanche. Maybe, if it works. No idea. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to, I'm going to put up a stick. And every, you know, every switchback we go, I'll put up a stick and I'll stack a bunch of rocks on it. And maybe that'll start a cascade. But you with the, with the, with the arrows and, and things, if you can shoot that stick out, maybe we can have a controlled kind of epic event. Just throwing it out there as we kind of descend on the other side. I can do it every, like, so often. I quite like that idea. It would give us an advantage if anything was coming up behind us. Well, I mean, or if, like, if we see something down below, we can, you can fire at it, and then we could dodge off to the side and just watch just, <laughs> you know? <laughs> it's going to be great. That's Sounds not a bad idea. Me. I grew up in the mines of Erebor. I know rocks. <laughs> no rocks, real well. So, uh, yeah. Just throwing it out there. Yes, I, I'm. I'm fine with that. It seems that. I mean, it does seem that most have gone on, but it doesn't hurt to be prepared. We're making good just time. We, have, we, we can afford to do that. Okay, good. All right. Um, so here's what we're here's how we're gonna play this. <laughs> As you're making your way down through the switchbacks. I'm not going to make you do a check each time, but Beery, I'd like you to make a craft check for me as a way to set up these traps. So go ahead. Yeah, just, and I I just want to make sure that everyone understands that, yeah, it's just like kind of bust off a stick, set a big boulder up, and then just stack rocks on it so that's very precarious. And if that stick goes, a lot of stuff happens underneath it. Mm -hmm. And it just gains momentum from there. Sure. I love it. 
Okay. So in doing it every, like every other switchback. So I don't know how far down this descent is, but every it so would, often. Yeah. It'll, it'll probably take you the better part of like a few hours to get down. So you'll spend one going down another and you can just kind of keep going. I love it. As long as the elves are within what he imagines is within range. They'll be fine. One. Yeah, they'll be fine. <gasps> I rolled an eye of Sauron, but he is favored with craft. Thank God. Oh, uh, that's twice now, Max. That's yeah. twice. Wow. Oh my God. Weirdly lucky with the eye of Sauron rolls. Yeah. Um, that is a 20. You need to go. There okay. You go. A 20. I'll say you make these no problem. No issues of rocks accidentally falling. You set up your traps successfully. And uh, you spend the next few hours coming down the mountain pass with these sort of traps ready to go. Um, and you don't really see any of the rocks fall. Nothing gets sprung. And they are there as, uh, as, you, can, you, as you reach the bottom. As uh, during one of the times that Beery is setting up these traps. Tanel is just going to take a little aside to Hallowet mm. and say, I worry that our enemy is doing somewhat of a scorched earth as they travel through the land. But I'm now wondering how much of his army he's leaving in each place. Well, the more places he visits, the more thinly spread he will be. Like butter scraped over too much bread. That's an extra six HP to the final boss. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Jack, I can just hug the shit out of you right now. Yes. I had to. Um, uh, yeah. It sucks because that was the perfect reference. Like, well done, you. Yeah. But yeah. six more points. Inspired. That makes sense. Um, Listen, he'll be weaker the more places he visits. Yes. I hate to think of the horrors that he's leaving behind. My only thought now is linear. Get one thing done at a time. We need to head to Lorien. We need to fix, save, rescue, battle. We have so much ahead of us there. We can't afford to have our minds wander to the rest of Middle Earth right now. No, I, I understand. I just, it makes me maybe a little hopeful that there's not as much of an army waiting for us. Certainly going to be a plus. Um, I just I worry for, for well, everything else. I, Middle Earth is going to turn into a battleground whether we contain it or not. We, all we can do is our best. We will have victory. We do have hope. We have many aspects of light on our side that's all we can use i'm starting to see it more and more which does make me hopeful thank you all right you all continue down the switchbacks and make it to the bottom of the eastern side of the misty mountains and as you are scanning out on this battlefield to nell with that scan check that you made you're kind of continuing to glance out and you notice that there is a small lone figure standing in what seems to be the sort of muddied area, just kind of looking down, paying you no mind. It, it Does it appear that he like is looking at us or is just 
standing there. Just just looking down at the ground, just kind of like moving this way and that, kneeling down, picking up some rocks. Tanel just like sort of throws her arms out and stops everyone and just quietly and points to the figure standing. Does he appear human? She turns Ooh. around and looks at you and you notice that this is a small child. And she looks at you and goes, hello, would you like to help me find some slugs? Hello. Hello. What are you doing here? And Looking for slugs? Nell gets off her horse and walks up. I, yes, I can help you, but are, are you all right? Yeah, I'm looking for slugs. <laughs> oh, good for you. We should be moving on. What? Are they delicious? Oh, no. Uh, I used to eat them, but my mum told me not to. They don't taste very good. No, I don't imagine they do. Where, Where is your mother? Oh, she's at home. Which way is home? That way. And she points south. Good. Well, it's a pleasure to meet you. And he kind of goes, we must, we can't stop at every single person we meet. So you're not yes. going to help me look for slugs? Are you, are you here by yourself? <laughs> yeah. Why? I'm looking for slugs. Oh my goodness. <laughs> the logic and, of a have child. You, have you seen <laughs> any orcs in your slug hunting? Well, yeah, they were here before, but I waited until they were gone. And then I went to look for slugs. They left you unharmed. That's wonderful news. I'm so well, happy they here to hunt slugs. They didn't see me. I was hiding. Actually, I have the master slug hunting Orbor from Erebor right here. Why are you so tiny? That's a good Not question. Why I, I, am, I am a I am a well-figured dwarf from Elbro, all right? I mean, he hops off the cart, gives a pose. I'm not tiny. So you're not a human? Of course not. No, I mean, look at me. Well, I'm looking. You tell well, me. What are you? I'm a human. Can't you tell? And she points to her ears. Yeah, you got a point. I mean, you, you don't. You don't have a point. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. You're going to help me look for slugs? For, for a <sighs> moment, but I think you should return home. You're in a very dangerous place. Why? Orcs are gone. You look How very you see? I'm sure you look very tasty to orcs too. Oh, yeah. Well, they're not going to be here. And to answer your question, Mr. Short Thing, I... I saw a lot. How many is a lot? Uh, and she thinks for a minute. Probably about 100, 150. Oh. No big deal. I need to even the score anyway. Let's go have <laughs> some slugs. No big deal. Um. Uh, uh, he's gonna grab Gorge by like the tusks. Mm -hmm. Gorge, ah, this is gonna be this is gonna be real gross. You're gonna hate it. I'm gonna dig with you. No big deal. But you got a nose like no one else. Let's go on some slugs. 
That was really bad. That was really No, that bad. was amazing. That was perfect. It was perfect. <laughs> keep it in. Keep it in. <laughs> Yuri, are you looking for slugs with this uh, young girl? Yes, we're making friends. We're All making right. friends. And yes, what do I need to roll? <laughs> this is going to be um, an explore check for, for you. Oh, dear God. Okay, okay, okay. He's got an explorer. No, he's got way the explorer born. How is Hallowath going to join him with this? Ah, <laughs> uh, Tanel will. Why not? Okay, so she's just gonna hold all the slugs. Oh, the best job. Yeah. <laughs> I rolled a 10 and two sixes. There is a moment, Beery, when. <laughs> Gorge. What do you smell? And he starts digging and he starts uh, digging. And you find this, this trove of like three or four slugs just underneath the earth, all wiggling and gross. Oh. And, and the little girl comes up to you and she goes, Oh, you've got a magic ball. You're like I a do. wizard. You're like a wizard or something. Like a metal wizard, yes. And he just, just tosses her one of them, and then just continues oh. to dig with air, with more. <laughs> oh, great! And she hands the other slug to you, Tanel. Thank you. Thank you. Yep. And you spend the next few minutes or so fishing up a bunch of slugs, and eventually you find a few. Thank you so much. These are going to be great for catching them fish. Yes. Do you have a bag to put these in? No, I usually just. Hold them in my hands, and she reaches out to you to right. hand her the bunch of slugs. Great. Oh, Thank you. <laughs> Who who's at home? I mean, you have yes. family, I'm assuming, right? Yeah, I'm with me mom. How how far how far is she? I mean, we're heading south, correct, guys? Right? Uh, we're heading yes. south southeast. Yeah. <laughs> What's a pit stop? We could ask for information. I think it's worth it. And she and Tanel looks at Hallowet and says, remember what I said about scorched earth? Fine. Thank you. <laughs> Mommy says I'm not allowed to bring strangers home. Oh, but, well, that decides him. <clears throat> but, but you guys seem well, fun and you've got a magic ball, so come on. Obviously, you know, we're not friends, of course. Yeah, let's go. What's your name? I'm Beery. Barry. And what's his yeah. name? Pointing to the to the boar. That, my friend, is Gorge. The old boar from Erebor. Gorge, the old boar from Erebor. That's a fun name. It is. It is. How about you two? I'm Tanel. Tanel. Pleasure to meet you. And you, Mr. Moody Boy? Alawath. <laughs> <laughs> Broken the DM. Oh. Oh, God. <laughs> Little girl looks at you, slugs in hand. Hallowith. Well, Mum should be getting dinner on soon. Come on, well, let's what, go. What's your name, darling? Oh, I'm Alma. Pleasure to meet you. Come on, let's go. And she scampers away uh, on foot uh, towards the uh south and you all spend the next uh hour or so following this uh young probably like 10 12 year old girl uh just traveled an 
hour <laughs> scampering around. And oh uh, eventually <laughs> you 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 come into a, a huge grove of really thick forests that even the horses have some trouble sort of wandering through. And she's like, come on, home is just this way. Until you uh, come to a very small homestead where there's this small clearing uh, within the forest, but very much like like made like created this wasn't a natural field where like trees don't grow like they chopped the trees down and she cries out mommy mommy come on i've got friends and is it, it a, oh, is it a single home or it, is it it just kind of looks like a small little like radagast style from the hobbit movies gotcha hut, okay uh hovel and as soon as you all appear uh alma cries out mommy mommy come see i've got slugs and i've got friends she brought about- strangers home Ten seconds later, you see a huge, muscular woman with bow drawn pointed at the three of you. Um, Uh, hello. Uh, Hey, how are you? Oh, my name is Barry. These are my friends. We helped your daughter catch slugs. Walk away right now. Gladly. You never saw us. We're here to defeat all the orcs that, that worked the way through. Um, oh, we'll... yeah. You're going to f- defeat all of them? Cross the bridge and defeat them by your threes himself, yeah? yeah? You watch me, yeah. She has a point. We wanted to make sure you were all right. We, we, we very much care for the... the, the... Hell, I hardly know what I'm talking about. The, 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 the sweet things in the world. And, you know, I'm assuming your daughter is one of them. Hmm. Want to make sure she came home safe kind of lowers the bow just ever so slightly. I've got a ball. Yes, I can see that. Are you a dwarf? Aye. You too? What's your business? We're elves of Lorien. Traveling. The forest in the south? Yes. Have you heard any word of it? No. But we try not to find too much news of the world. What are you doing here in this forest? Can I tell if she's withholding something? Go ahead. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah that that felt check. a little. That make felt a little whispers. Check. I'm gonna do that as well. Yeah, make an insight check if you want to know. Same thing. Oh, never mind. Joker, uh, one below my target number. Okay. I, I, I have Sauron. She's golden. Ooh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, hard, hard to read this woman. It, it almost seems like she's just trying to protect her daughter at this at this point. And uh, she she's still holding up the bow and goes, right then, thank you for getting my daughter home. Be on your way. Can I ask you just one more question and then I promise we'll be on our way. You mind if I keep my bow pointed at you myself? That's perfectly fine. Right. We're looking for a man of the woods as well. A wizard. Do you know of him? Do you mean that crazy old druid across the river? Yes. Yeah. Have you I... seen him lately? No, but I don't go looking and he don't come looking for me. That's fine. Can you just point us in his direction? It's important. She holds on for a moment and unreleases the tension from the bow mm-hmm. and points northeast and goes he's across the river 
in his house. Is there any crossings, like a, a, a bridge of some sort that we can reach? You'd have to go north over that bridge and then many miles north and then that bridge. But you're a few days travel from that. You'd need a boat, which I don't have. So don't get That's any ideas. And she insight check. Yeah, an insight check. <laughs> We're not going to steal a boat from this woman. <laughs> or Beery. we are. Be right. <laughs> uh, hard to tell, Beery, if she's actually got the boat or not. Listen, we're, we're travelers, we're do-gooders, we're trying to save the Farigan world. Um, I, I could sharpen some implements, scissors, axes, I can sharpen them, you know, improve them. Uh, just, we just need information to try and save this lot. This lot? has already been saved. We keep to our own. Good day to you. Uh, okay, this won't oh. do. You can keep to yourselves as much as you like. The shadow will still touch every corners of this earth. Unless you help us, eventually you will be consumed, no matter where you hide. I don't well. mean to be a downer. It's that's the war we're fighting right now. Please, if you have any information which you're withholding, it would be most appreciated. Make a persuasion check for me, Halloweth. Come on, Hal. Come on, Let's come do on. this. Da, da, da. Persuasion. Let's see how this goes, shall we? Roll one-handed. Uh, not even close. Um, um, can I spend my, oh, actually, no, fellowship? I'm, I'm, I'm one away to oh. help him. Yeah, right. there we go. Usually, usually, you'd have to call it beforehand. But oh, yeah. no, I, no, I but, but I realize how because that because you were thinking about it beforehand. I saw your face. <laughs> I will allow you, Halloweth, to roll an extra d6 and use that fellowship point. Please remove one fellowship point from the pool that the three of you currently have. Yeah, we've, I've got it easily. Okay, great. It worked. <laughs> <laughs> now, Halloweth, you looking left and right at Beery and Tanel feel a sense of, I need to convince this woman to tell me what she knows. And you pour your heart out into this, into this, spe not speech, but this plea. Mm. And she kind of lowers the bow a little bit more and goes, The trees are exploding in Lorien. There's loud bangs, and I've had a few elves pass this way. Apparently, the trees are exploding. That's all I know. Um, Beery's instantly just instinctually looking at Tanel and then Halloweth, just seeing how they react, because I know this has got to be terrible for them. The color has left Tanel's face. Yeah, how that's just quiet. Um, thank you. Now we'll be on our way. As you say this, the little girl, Alma, goes, Mommy, I want him to stay for dinner. He's got a magic ball. And she is holding the bow still and goes, They'll be on their way. They can't stay. They've got to go back. 
and glances up at the two elves. They've got to go back home, don't they? Yes, in, indeed we do. Mm-hmm. There's a brief pause where she looks like she's trying to make a decision. And very quickly, she unknocks the bow. And as fast as she can say, it goes, what's happened out there? Something bad. I answered your question. Now you answer mine. Tanel kind of looks at the little girl and then looks back at the mother and says, can she go inside? Alma, go. And the little girl goes inside. How bad is it? There's a war. There's always been a war. Yes, but everywhere now. With more power, with more orcs, with more destruction. Indiscriminate. It's always been indiscriminate. That's why I'm here. Evil incarnate has been intercepted by... Oh, save me a flowery language, elf boy. What's happened? The ring is in Mordor. The what? A powerful item is in Mordor. Oh, a powerful item. That's very well and good. There's lots of powerful items, lass. This one will bring the downfall of the world as you know it in the hands of the wrong people or bird. (laughs) Say again? Bird? Do you know of Gwaihir, the Wind Lord? No. He's a giant demigod bird, giant eagle. Great power, great and powerful. Can bring about the end of the world should he choose to do so. He and is he's an army. And he's got this magical item. Yes. Evil incarnate, yes. It's exploding the trees after all. And there's this sort of disassociation happening. She kind of takes a moment processing that you just told her. All right, then. Well, we'll be safe here. Thank you for the information. We'll... I'll set more traps. Begging your pardon, ma'am. But it will reach you here. Traps. Do you know of the wizards? I know of a crazy druid who lives across the way. Okay. Oh, boy. Um, These beings are thousands of years old. Older than elves. Older than anything you could possibly know. And it has destroyed our homeland. It is wreaking havoc through Middle-earth. It will touch every blade of grass, every leaf on a tree, every insect, animal, and creature. So what do I do, hmm? You just want me to leave? Help those who pass through here. Give them information. Elves, men who are joining the cause, dwarfs, anybody that can possibly help. Try and do your part. Nobody passes through here. You're here because of my idiot daughter. What about the elves that you said passed through? What of it? I'm just saying to lend a hand. I don't expect you to go to war. I just expect you to help with the effort and be aware. 
And what have those elves done for me, hey? Hmm? Hmm? When I needed medicine? Hmm? All of us, let's leave. Listen to your missus, hmm? Presumptuous. Very well. Enjoy your solitude. Thank you. I shall continue to do so. Just remember that we tried. And Tanel just turns and leaves. Theory. Seeing everybody kind of communicate and is just kind of in the background, following following the uh, following the cue. All right. The woman who's got her bow lowered turns, goes back in, and as you are turning to leave, she goes. Thank you for making sure she was safe. Good luck. Nell just like briefly looks over her shoulder at her and but doesn't say anything and keeps walking. All right. On our way out, Beery is very curious about these traps that are set. He he wants to learn. Mm -hmm. Um, Can he scan for, for these traps? Go ahead and make a scan check for me. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Also a, a crit with the six. Okay, so wit. So you you need the six with that. You got to hit your target number, and then you got to find a six. So right. as you are uh, leaving this little homestead, traveling through the forest after about two or three minutes, there is a small uh, trip wire that, because you're looking for it, you notice, and you're kind of walking a little bit more slowly to try and keep an eye out. There's a small tripwire. And as you see the tripwire, you look up and you see that there is a huge bag full of rocks that in this sort of like rope, not tied thing together would crush at least the three of you, if not way more people. This is extensive. This is a woman from my own heart. I feel like I might be in love. Oh. Oh, no. And he's going to he's going to take note of that and uh, maybe replicate it later on. (laughs) Okay. Um, uh, Elves, are you doing anything as you're through the forest? Um, Weeping softly to myself. Uh, Tanel sort of catching on as they're walking. She says, I saw it, Halloweth. I I thought it was a nightmare, but I saw. I saw the trees. I know we promised Gorfindel to make sure that Radagast was all right, but I... (laughs) We'll be going back north. It'll take us days to get home. Mirkwood seems safe enough. Just... We have immediate... Immediate pressures. I agree. The three of you traveling through the forest, heading south. Um, You're going to probably come out of the forest, uh, and there is another little offshoot of the river that you'll need to sort of go around, but you spend the rest of the day going uh, past that portion. 
Um, it's a little bit mucky, a little bit tough to get through, but the, the horses can, can do it. You're just going to go a little bit uh, slower and you will be betting down for the evening. Um, I will ask which one of you is going to take the first watch and we will spend our rolls checking through the evening. I'll go first. Perfect. I, I, I'll let, I, don't, I don't think Barry's gone first yet. We'll, we'll go Barry first. Mm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's just do Being voluntold that you're doing it? I, I, was, I was actually, Tanel was going to ask Barry if he could go first. I, um, you look like you're processing quite a bit. Uh, how about I take first watch? Yes, what a good you. idea. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, what is our terrain like? What is our camp like tonight? You are, the mountain is at your back and ahead of you is, you know, you hear the river uh, off to your east, the mountains to your back in the west. And you're, as you're heading south, right, you know that you're eventually going to hit Lorien and the Silver Load River. And there's a, a sense that you are getting relatively close to where you need to be. Okay. And what, what was left of the day, how far kind of are we from, from the home, homestead that we found with the mother and daughter? You, you spent a good couple of hours. You came out of the forest. You're kind of in like the plains that aren't okay. really, you know, they don't have a pass through them, but they're, they're just like the, the place below the mountains. But it is still muddy. You, you mentioned there's still yeah, some muddy spots. Yeah, it's, it's okay. roughly, it's pretty muddy there. Yeah. He's going to spend his watch uh, whittling with one of his like craft knives, whittling a little wooden boar. And just, just in case, just in case she, you know, wanders this far, uh, he, you know, he's going to, he's going to maybe place it somewhere, but uh, that's what he's doing on his watch. Okay. Um, you know what? I'll, I'll give you the idea because I've done this myself in the past. Um, you take a couple of stones and just pile them one on top of another and you leave the little boar on top of it so that yeah. anybody who is wandering through uh, will be able to pick it up. And uh, go ahead and give me uh, a, uh, what, what was it? It was a scan check for, for that? For watch? For watch, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Scan, yeah. scan check. check. So go ahead and give me a scan check. You got it. So just whittling, just yeah. in case, you know, she might find it one day. Mm -hmm. um, oh, I rolled like, but <laughs> it's not good. I failed my target number. He's, oh. he's very busy whittling. All right. Um, Beery, you take your watch. Nothing really seems to catch your eye. Um, after he whittles, he very gingerly goes out into the mud away from camp, uh, stacks the rocks and places the little magical boar uh, on top of it. Maybe one day, years from now, she might find it. Um, comes back and feels very proud of himself. And uh, he's going to wake up uh, Hallowath. All right. Little, his shoulder, a little, little jostle. Little Hi. Jostle, yeah. Cool. All right. Good morning. It's, uh, it's your turn. Right. Completely clear. I am 100% confident nothing's amiss. <laughs> Glad to hear it. <laughs> I am thrilled. 
What could possibly go wrong? Nothing could go wrong. (laughs) Nothing. (laughs) Thank you, Justin. Uh, All right. So, Beery, you bed down for the night. Hallowith, you are going to take the uh, watch. Make a scan check for me. All righty. Uh, yep, I beat my target number. Lovely. All right. As you are looking around, nothing really seems all that amiss, but you do notice that Beery starts moving in his sleep a little bit. And Beery, we're going to come to you for a minute because as you good luck, bed down. I thought this was an elf thing. Finally. Finally. (laughs) All right. Beery, as you snuggle up against Gorge, Mm. snoring deeply, you think back to the time that Alatar put his hand on your head and you saw your mom and dad, and you saw yourself as a baby dwarf. And you smile to yourself as you fall asleep, thinking about that memory. And as you drift off into this dreamlike trance, you hear a clang, clang, clang. And your vision becomes clear and you watch your father working at his forge. And he's just going at it and you, you start to notice what he's making. And it's a, it's a tiny little uh, metal, uh, metal shape. You can't quite tell what it is, but, but it is something. And then there's another dwarf that comes in and claps him on the back, gives him that firm, you know, dwarf handshake. Um, and they're laughing. They're just having a great time. They seem like, uh, like they're friends and everything sort of shifts and you see your father um, in uh, Erebor, kind of at a stand or a stall of some kind with, uh, with his own wares, trying to see if he can attract people, sort of handing them out to folks, but no one's really seemingly interested at what he's selling. And his, you watch as his face kind of falls a little bit defeated. But that same friend comes up and it's this dwarf that is big, real strong, and claps him on the shoulder again. They start talking again. And at this point, the dream, which has been silent up until this point, minus the the little clangings of the forge, you hear the whispers of the word as the dwarf friend mouths the word, Moria. And the dream fades. Hallowith, you waking up to now? (laughs) Yep. The chills. Yep. (laughs) Yep, we're going to wake up to now. All right, to now. Go ahead and make a scan check for me. I beat my target number by one. I rolled a 12. All right. To now. You also notice that Beery is having these really nice dreams. Um, but you also notice something else. Oh, shit. You do notice 
that Halloweth starts jostling back and forth, which is uncommon for elves. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> Halloweth, I need you to make an awareness check for me. Oh, oh my God. Hell. Yes. <laughs> Seven. Uh, yeah, I'd be my target number by one. Halloweth. Oh, actually, I, sorry, I, I hit it exactly. Okay, perfect. All right. Halloweth, you find yourself back in the dream you had the night before, following mm. Bilbo. Oh. Okay. And you watch Bilbo pace around for a bit, and whew, the dream shifts, and you're in Lothlorien. And it seems familiar because there are people cheering for you. And there's Galadriel to your left. And she is very politely applauding as well. And it shifts back to Lothlorien and you find yourself as part of the dream. Make a stealth check for me. Uh, yeah, I beat it easily. Halloweth, you unable to control your body, see yourself walk into a room with a small bed and a small hobbit inside. And you approach the bed and approach the sleeping hobbit. Okay. Tori, Max, please exit the Zoom call. I will text you when you can come back in. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay, 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 okay. Okay, okay, okay. All right, do bye. I just, do I, can I just walk away? You've got the headphones on. Put them off. All right, I'm going to, I'm oh, going to leave. Oh, I'm going to leave. Take okay, your, bye. Take text your phone. Me. Take your phone. Take your phone. Halloweth. Well, this is, uh, okay, unusual. Okay, okay, sure. Yeah, yes. In an almost dreamlike state, a sleepwalking state, you find yourself peering over this bed and you see yourself coming in through the doorway, another version of you. Do I look older or younger in any way? You look the same age. Okay. All right. And you watch as this other version of you bends down towards the hobbit to check if Bilbo mm -hmm. is sleeping, scans around the room, and finds a bag. <laughs> you watch as this other version of you picks up the bag looks inside and phew, the dream shifts to total blackness. Do I recognize the bag? You do recognize the bag. Okay. Okay. Oh boy. Okay. I'm gonna call Tori and Max to come back in. 
Would you yes. like to make it? Would you like to make any questioning observations as this happens? No, I think I know what's going on. So, all right. Oh, you do, do you? Halloweth. Yeah. <laughs> How you doing, buddy? <laughs> oh, fine. I'm just fantastic. Halloweth, there is a voice in the back of your head that seems to be whispering to you. <laughs> I'm good. Love whispering voices in my head. And that is where we're going to end tonight's oh, session no! of the unpredicted <laughs> party. Oh my god! <laughs> oh boy! John, Copper can't take it. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine our YouTube audience can't either. Thank you all oh so much god. for joining us for the Unpredicted Party. Join us in two weeks for the next session. Join us on Patreon for the Unpredicted After Party as we continue to quiz these nerds about what happened as we discuss Marvin the Troll, Alma the Slug Human, Boulders, uh, uh, various nightmares and dreams and so much more. What did he see? What did he see? What did you see? Oh! Goodbye. Oh. <laughs>